Good morning. I feel like I was set up an obstacle course to get to the front. Um, so I'm not going the whole way back there. Uh, good morning and uh, welcome to Worship at Hillhead. Um, our service this morning is led by Brian and Bethany. Um, to warn you, it's a little bit of a bumper week for notices and um, I've tried, I may well have a quiz at the end, so listen up. Um, first off, um, I'm giving formal notice for our AGM and church meeting in, in two weeks time on Sunday the 10th of September. This will take place during our morning worship here in the hotel and as usual will be a hybrid meeting. Francis Bloomfield will join us at that meeting to help us to continue our discernment conversations. So it'll be great to see as many folks there as possible. Um, in family news, um, you might have uh, noticed that there's a wee bit of COVID about at the, the minute. Um, and we've got a, f a couple of people in the congregation who have COVID. Um, Joan's recovering at home. So just to remember them um, in your prayers. It's nice to see Joan with us this morning. Um, is she waving good? Yes, I can't yes. see. I'm facing this way, so I can't see. <laughs> um, and also, we were sorry to hear that Grace fell on Friday and has um, broken a couple of bones in her forearm. Um, she is. Uh, she reassures us that she's doing fine. Um, but uh, we remember her because it's going to be a bit of a, a pain to, to be one-armed for a wee while. Um, deadlines for contributions to the September key... Um, Laura thinks end of today if there's anything um, even if you just let Laura know you've got something coming by the end of today she might she might be up for a bit of negotiation but a, a minimal minimal um, thank you to the eagle-eyed folk who spotted my um, obviously deliberate spelling mistake in the email about the key email address so it's the dot key at hillheadbaptist.org embarrassingly I think I spelt hillhead incorrectly um, I'll send out another little email just so that you've definitely got it correctly in your address books but um, thank you to the folks that pointed out my mistake um, if you have previously sent something by clicking a link in an email that I've sent, can you maybe go back through your sent items and check that the name of the church is spelt correctly? And I'm, I'm sorry about that. That was entirely me. Um, you will have received an email from me last week um, saying that there's um, a couple of quick Zoom meetings on Monday and Wednesday at 7 o'clock um, for anyone who would be interested in doing something midweek on Zoom, perhaps a Bible study or a book group. We've got no fixed ideas about what that is going to be, but if you fancy coming along to decide what we might do, then Monday or Wednesday at 7, and you'll have a link in an email. Uh, last but by no means least, uh, Lena is looking for volunteers to be Zoom back up in the hotel for Sunday mornings. She, we th We're experimenting. We think this can probably be done from the Zoom app on your mobile, so if you're reasonably tech savvy and you would be up for doing that during a service just to keep we eye and um, that would be really helpful and it would just free up those of us who are <laughs> leading the services a wee bit so if any questions about that speak to lena because i'm not sure i'm 100 percent on what that what needs to be done so lena's the right person to speak to um, next week we will meet as usual here in the hotel and our worship will be led by Neil Kennedy with uh, live music i understand so looking forward to that um, these are all our notices Thank you, Holly. Um, the uh, all-age gathering worship this morning, um, Bethany and I have used a lot of material from a book by Dorothy McRae McMahon, who's a minister in Australia, in the Uniting Church of Australia. It's called Liturgies for the Young in Years, although I always like to add in brackets and heart. 
uh, because I always think that material written for children is actually supremely suitable for adults as well. And just because this is a knowledge service, a reminder for, uh, this is probably for the young in years and not the young in hearts, you can wander around and, and do things and colour in things at various points during the service, so please feel free to move about. God loves us and gives us many gifts, things that we need for our life, love that is always around us, and kindness when we are sad. God loves us and gives us many gifts, laughter and fun, music and flowers, friends and family to be with us as we go on our way. The candle on the table reminds us that God is full of light and warmth. God is good to us every day. And when we gather, like we do this morning, we bring these gifts to each other and to the world. God, you provide enough for everyone in the world, for everyone in our country, for everyone in our street. But often grown-ups, and sometimes children too, do things that mean that some people get more than they need, while others get less than they need. We know that is not right, 
We are sorry when that happens. We are sorry if we don't share when we have more than we need. We know that God forgives us when we don't share things, but we also know that God will be happy when we do things to help others. And when we pray the Lord's Prayer and ask God for enough for what we need, we remember that it is not just for ourselves, but for everyone in the world. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, that it will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For God is kingdom, for and glory, forever and ever. Amen. Chapter 6, verses 1 to 13, in Spanish. Alimentación de los 5,000. Después de esto, Jesús fue al, al otro lado del mar de Galilea, el de Tiberias. Le seguía gran multitud, porque veían las señales que hacían los enfermos. Entonces, subió Jesús a un monte y se sentó. Allí con sus discípulos. Y estaba cerca de la Pascua, la fiesta de los judíos. Cuando alzó Jesús los ojos y vio que había venido en la gran multitud, dijo a Felipe, ¿de dónde comparemos pan para que coman estos? 
pero esto decía para probarle porque él sabía lo que había de hacer. Felipe le respondió, 200 denarios de pan no buscarían para que nada uno de ellos tomase un poco. Uno de sus discípulos, Andrés, hermano de Simón Pedro, le dijo, aquí está un muchacho que tiene cinco panes de cebada y dos perecizos. Más a qué es esto para tantos. Entonces Jesús dijo, haced, recostar la gente, y había mucha hierba en aquel lugar, y se recostaron como en un número de cinco mil varones. Y como Jesús, aquellos panes, y habiendo dado gracia, les repartió entre los discípulos, y los discípulos entre los que estaban recostados, asimismo sí de los peces, cuanto querían. Y cuanto los hubiera sacado, dijo a sus discípulos, recoged los pedazos que sobraron para que, se pierda, para que no se pierda nada. Recogieron peces, pues llevaron doce cestas de pedazos que de los cinco panes de cebadas sobraron los que habían comido. John chapter 6, verses 1 to 13. After this, Jesus went to the other si side of the Sea of Galilee, also called the Sea of Tiberias. A large crowd kept following him, because they saw the signs that he was doing for the sick. Jesus went up to the mountain and sat down there with his disciples. Now the Passover, the festival of the Jews, was near. When he looked up and saw a large crowd coming towards him, Jesus said to Philip, Where are we to buy the bread for these people to eat? He said this to test him, for he himself knew what he was going to do. Philip answered him, Six months' wages would not buy enough bread for each of them to get a little. One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said to him, There is a boy who he here who has five barley loaves and two fish, but what are we among so many people? Jesus said, Make the people sit down. Now there was a great deal of grass in the place, so they sat down about five thousand and all. Then Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed them to those who were seated, so also the fish, as much as they wanted. When they were satisfied, he told his disciples, Gather up the fragments left over, so that nothing may be lost. So they gathered them up, and from the fragments of the five barley loaves left by those who had eaten, they filled twelve baskets. Well, good morning, everyone. Good morning. <laughs> um, I just want to say, first of all, it's going to be quite short what I'm saying, um, but I think that that's kind of suitable for it being a knowledge, um, but hopefully people can find something from it. So this is a story of Jesus seeing all the people who had come to hear him. They had walked a long way, and there were no shops where they could buy their meal. Jesus was wondering what to do when a little boy came and gave a gift of bread and fish. It wasn't much. It was probably the little boy's lunch, but Jesus is very grateful to receive it. And in some special way, he managed to make it enough to give all the people something to eat. They even had lots of food left over. So when we hear stories like this, they are beautiful stories, and they're often used to show the miraculous things that Jesus can do in our lives. But what do they mean to us today 
and all-age service as we begin a new term of school. Maybe it means that, even though we are small and don't feel very important, we can give gifts to Jesus to help change things and make the world a more loving place. Of course, we couldn't bring our lunch to Jesus these days because we can't see him, but sometimes we share what food we do have with other people, or we give a gift of money that helps them buy food. Sometimes it's not food we share, but things about ourselves. If you think about yourself, what do you like best about yourself? What do you think you give to other people just because they know you? Maybe you're brave. Maybe you can think really well. Or you're good at making things or helping clean up. Or perhaps you're just good at being friends with people. What is good about you, do you think? We have people all around us today sharing their gifts. We have people that sing really well. We have the tech desk that help make sure people on Zoom are connected. There's people that welcome us in the morning and say good morning to us all as we arrive. We have Sylvia who spoke so well in Spanish and makes us hear different things from a Bible story. And we also have Rory and Esther who spoke so well so we could hear the word of God. Although the gifts we have been given by God are all different and unique to each person, we've also been given the exact same gift in the form of knowing God's love. We've been given the gift of knowing the presence and love of God, but when it comes to our own gifts, do we bury our gift? Do we keep it still in its box, hidden away, or do we try and share it? I think this can be a challenge for us, or it challenged me this week when I was thinking about times where it's easy to hide your gift away or forget what it is you're good at. But like all of our gifts, some come naturally, but others need time patience and hard work to improve it or to master it where it becomes a gift that you want to share with others. I think then it becomes important that all of us give encouragement to each other to use our gifts, to nurture them and ensure our talents do not go to waste and that they are shown. It may be easy to look past our gifts and to see them as unimportant or that we would hide them away and not want to show God's love in the world. At the end of term service, which feels not that long ago and now we're back to school already, um, but we learned about some of the, the gifts that our children and young people have. We had music and sports and drawing and reading, and each one of them received a special gift from God. And sometimes we refer to that service as a gift-giving service, as each child receives a book token as a thank you for being part of our Sunday school and our, as our congregation. And it's been really nice to hear some of the books that people have bought with these tokens, um, some about nature and the sea and interesting topics like climate change and my personal favourite, A Horrible Histories book. So it may be small, but to me that feels like an act of giving thanks to the children and the young people in our church. And it can be used as a way to encourage these gifts by, hoping, by making sure that they recognise and ensure them that we know how much, how much appreciated their gifts their talents, their interests, and their lives are to our church. And for me, I have many memories of receiving these books from Sunday school. And carrying on that tradition, I received a book from Elaine called Angel and Me at my baptism. And I seem to go back to it this week just to see if there was anything from it that we could read. 
This book is a short stories from Holy Week, um, so it's not too relevant to the passage we read today, um, but it's all fictional, the stories that she's made up. Um, and then in a short passage, there's a part where Mary has to decide if she uses her gift to make everyone feel special and important and take that worry away from a moment in Holy Week where everyone is, knows what inevitably is going to happen. So I'm just going to read this quickly. Mary, said her son, the only one of them who never called her mother. Mary, please sing for us. She thought of the sad folk tunes of their Northlands, the songs of people defeated, crushed, who still remembered and tried to keep faith. And one of the songs of exile, which her people had brought back from the long Sonyudun, oh, let's think the word, in Babylon. She looked at their dusty, worried faces and at her own fear of what was coming. She knew what she could do. And although she felt weariness like a weight on her shoulders, she tucked her feet underneath her, straightened her back and sang her own song. A voice of starting vigour and purity, with a grainy quality in the lower register which had moved strong men to tears. And as she sang, their spirits were lifted, hope flowed in their veins. In their hearts they could again believe that the mighty were cast down, the humbled exalted. In their imaginations the hungry were filled, the proud smashed and the slaves free. God was glorified. The desert places blossomed like a rose and the children of the covenant saw the land of promise, the gleaming city and the new Jerusalem coming like a bride to greet her bridegroom. After she'd sung, there was a silence of admiration and love. And it must have been really worrying for her to have to sit and know what was happening, but she knew that that was something that she could do to lift in the spirits of the people that were there. And I think it's important that we take that and think of all the gifts that we can give. And we'll be thinking about that after our song. Oh, 
Come down and sit on the blanket down here, if you want to. <laughs> Just pretend that we're in the other room in Sunday school and that everyone else isn't here. That's where I feel safer in there. I don't like it here. So I wonder if anyone's ever been on a picnic. Yeah? What do you eat at a picnic? Food. Sandwiches. Sandwiches, nice. What's your favourite type of sandwich? Ham sandwich, that's a good shout. I like that. What about you, Esther? Ham. Ham. The same. They like, so you fight over them? Or do you make enough for everyone? No. Yeah. Ah, okay. I think I'm on your side a wee bit there, Esther. I don't like the butter yet. What about you, Roy? Uh, um, cheese and nice. Uh, so. Oh, yeah. very nice. <laughs> I like that. I'm coming to your picnic. That sounds good. I like that. Well, this is the kind of thing, it's quite small, but this is what they might have had when Jesus was sitting. And there was 5,000 people. And this is what they had in this tiny little basket, some fish and bread. No one said fish. What about tuna? Do we like tuna? Yeah. I don't even know if it would have made tuna, but it might have just been a fish that they had to cut up and try and eat. But at least they had bread and there'd be no butter, so it's okay, yes, sir, we'd be fine. We'd be all good. So I wonder then, if we were to think about the gifts that we've got, could we fill this basket up and make it into something that shows God all the gifts that he's given us and how thankful we are for them? Yeah. Do you think? I think probably. We're going to use the pencils, yeah, don't worry. We'll use them to write on it. So I think what we could do is we could actually ask everyone else around us what they think their gifts could be. And sometimes it is hard to think what our gifts can be because we don't tend to think about ourselves and know all the good stuff. So it might be that you write your own gift on the front and then on the back you can write a gift of someone else around you. Someone Yeah, he does. He loves everything that we give us that we give him. And that's one of the things that sometimes we don't recognise. So if we were to think of someone that's around us here today or someone that we know who also comes to Hellhead but isn't here, maybe someone that's on Zoom, but someone that we know that's got a gift that we love that they share with us and that we know it makes the world a better place. So we start down here first and we can let the grown-ups have a wee think. But I'll have hand out some of these for you. Um, I don't know if Arthur's got one, but he might. And then here are some... Want some pens? Got some pens? Need you only need the pencils? Perfect. Wait, maybe I might. You wanna pens you wanna do pens? Yes. Yeah, Sounds pencils good. Are only to make yeah. Drawings, but... Well yeah, I mean the thing is you could do a good drawing as well. You would love that. So what are we thinking? We don't need to share it, but if you've got stuff in your head that you think. I mean I know that you've all got special gifts, so I might just start writing some of them down on here. So I, you can put I them in. Just like yeah. Um, are you going to do a drawing? Do you think, Shay? Or yeah. are you going to? Yeah. Good idea. Do you want something to lean on? Yeah. Do you want to try and lean on that? Is that a bit harder? There you go. And I hope that if everyone puts one in, then this will probably get pretty full. Oh, that's a good drawing, Esther. 
put mine in. You got yours, perfect. Alright. Where's the last? So fast it. Think you're done, Esther? Yeah, on you go. Yes, the pens. That's what they're there for. Perfect. Right, do we think the grown ups are ready as well? Will we start to go around and collect them? Do you want to go up and collect them? Let's see. Right, we'll go up and see. We'll see. Oh, that's a good drawing. Can I ask what is your drawing? A bread. A bread, lovely. You need another bit of paper, of course. Do you want a pink? There's one. Good. I don't know if the bread was baked or not. Oh, baked or not. I should have said I apologise that if people are on Zoom want to write theirs down on some paper, they're more than welcome. That was good. Is that so? Oh, wow. This is really good. This is definitely a full basket. Do you think we've got a lot of food in here? That we could start to eat. Yeah, I think so. I think we wouldn't be hungry if all the stuff that we've got in here mm. and all the great gifts that we've got. For some reason, I actually have to go over the pens. This is fantastic. Pen. I think drawing should be in there as a gift. This is so good. Some really neat writing. It's absolutely amazing. So you all can stay down here. I might just stay down here and we can do some colouring in, do some word searches, some drawing and make us feel comfortable that we are a gift of God. So thank you everyone for sharing your gifts with us this morning. <laughs> it could be a clap, it could be. Just how good we all are and we know. Um, yeah, so there's no food in these baskets, but what we've got is something that God gives us in great gifts. There, do you know what? Can I show everyone? We do have food, some lovely bread, some lovely bread to put in. I mean, we could put some chorizo on it as well, and it could be a great sandwich. But we'll put it in here just now. Is that okay? Perfect. Thank you. That has no detail. <gasps> oh, you can give it some detail. Oh, I better turn this off. Oh, dear. I'll just do the prayers from others down here. Why not? Let's do it. Dear God, we thank you that you made us different from one another with all, of, with all sorts of things to give other people. We thank you that some of us are strong, some of us are brave, some do kind things, and some of us share what we have that day. We thank you, O oh God, that some of us listen carefully when people need someone to talk to. Some of us can play musical instruments, where others are good at drawing, and some play sports really well. And we think of this diversity of gifts and abilities within our own congregation here as our prayer diary for this coming week asks us to remember. Those who gather each week in the coffee club, Lizzie and Petrie, Brian, Paul P and Mary P, Ed P, Grace and Will, Nancy, Jean R, Sylvia and Norman. We pray for our children and young people as they return to school, college and university. 
May they be encouraged to explore new gifts and be inspired to use these gifts in your world. And we thank you, God, for the teachers, lecturers and institutions that create spaces where children and young people are free to learn and grow. We thank you for the times when someone gives a gift to us and for the times when we can give a gift ourselves. We pray for people who need gifts from others but don't get them because no one knows that they need them or they are lonely or they are far away from other people. We will think for a moment about people like that. We pray for people who feel too shy to ask for help, who are embarrassed or think no one would care for them. We pray for people who live in countries where almost everyone needs gifts because they are poor or, they have, or there has been a war. Let us think about people like that. And now, dear God, we pray that you will be with us all, helping us to give kindly to others and to ask when we need care from them. We pray because we know that Jesus loves us. And as we do every week, we also remember those throughout the world who are giving gifts. We pray for BMS World Mission. The focus for this coming week is creating safe spaces. BMS seeks to ensure that all who encounter the organisation feel safe and are cared for with dignity and respect. And this week we are asked to remember and pray for those working to create safe spaces for all. And we're also asked to remember Louise Lynch, the BMS safeguarding champion for Asia. She works alongside partners in Asia who encourage good and culturally appropriate policies and practices that promote safe spaces for all people. And for the BMS partner, the Uganda Christian Lawyers Fellowship, who go into schools and communities to highlight children's rights and protections and to support those who may need help bringing a legal case. And then here in our own Baptist Union here in Scotland, we remember this morning the churches in Lerwick, in Leslie, in Leven, Lighthouse Central in Preston Pans, and in Linwood. And finally this morning we remember and pray for our own former minister, Katrina. This is actually the last Sunday that she is a member of this church, um, even although she moved down to Crewe earlier this week and is now settling in there. We remember Katrina and the journey that we have walked together. We pray that she will settle well in a new, our new environment with new colleagues and new friends. And we'll remember her especially in this week ahead. In our gathering together, in our talking together, in our listening together, we listen for God 
seeking to follow the example of Jesus, giving our gifts that we have been given so freely. So where our prayers lead, may our sharing of gifts follow. Amen. And so let us go as people who hold on, hold lots of good things to give to others. May we feel the hands of Jesus stretched out to receive what we offer. May we feel the happiness inside and the spirit within us when we are kind and loving to others. And may we always feel safe with the love of God all around us. Amen. Amen.